When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. You know I brought my boy Flacco with me. Yeah, man. And today we're doing a very uh, anticipated interview with somebody who's been blowing up in the streets. Sleazy World Go is in the building. How you doing, man? What's happening? Yo, he's a new artist, but he pulled up with the, probably the shiniest jewelry I've ever seen. Yeah. Crazy, I got some more jewelry on the way, too. Finna f*** him up with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. For yeah, sure. Right, what's going on out in L.A. right now? Uh, what, what you doing? Shit, I ain't been on shit. I've been really vibing. You know, I be on the road a lot, so like this was kind of like a break, like okay. a little vacation, like because like the days I only had like an interview a day, so like this probably been like my chillest time. Right. So what you been doing mostly? Just touring. Touring. I've been doing promo runs. Yeah, I've been doing all type of shit. Definitely. Okay. So uh, where exactly are you coming from? Tell tell the people. Kansas City, Missouri. Right. And uh, tell us a little bit about where you grew up and what it was like. I grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Like, I was born in Grand Rapids, Michigan, but, like, I was there till like, I was 13, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. half Grand Rapids, Michigan, half Kansas City, Missouri. My teens, I was in Kansas City, Missouri, so, you know, yeah. Right. So how would you uh, describe it? Like, what kind of upbringing was it? Shit, in Grand Rapids, it's two different type of cultures. I ain't going to lie. It's different. You know, in Grand Rapids, a lot of people, it's like they outside more. It's smaller, so it's like, I don't know. I just remember, like, being on the block, everybody out there, you can just go to the block. You ain't had to be on social media, none of that shit. You just go to the block and meet, and you'll see whoever you wanted to see. Right. You ain't got to call nobody, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So when you left, though, uh, why, why'd you leave? Your parents just Yeah, my mama ended up moving. My uh, my granny and my auntie ended up moving to Kansas City, like, years before my mama did. And she ended up, like, wanting to take that step to move down the... Right. You know, I ain't want to move. When I was young, mm. I was rebellious as fuck when she moved. Like, I used to run away. Yeah, because you got to be the new kid in school and shit. You got to restart yeah. all these friendships yeah, and everything. Yeah, and all my homies is down in Grand Rapids. So. Yeah. yeah. And so, okay, how, how did you take it, though, overall? How, how did you make sense of it? Shit. I had to thug it out, you know? I had, like I said, I had, I went, like, I um, ran away for, like, a year. I ran away, went back to Grand Rapids and shit. I ended up getting caught. And then I had to stay down there. You ran away for a whole At year? What age? A year. 14. Wait, you don't hear about a lot of kids that age. Yeah. Going how, wait, how you survive? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. You were street Just smart it, even okay. at that age. Yeah, it was real. You knew how to put some money together. Yeah. But you were still going to school and shit? Nah, I dropped out of school. How you get caught? Shit. Um, I forgot how I got caught, but I knew. Like, she used to come down. Like, she used to try to catch me a lot. Like, she had dropped. Mm. Like, she had come all the way back to... Uh, Grand Rapids and try to catch me and shit like oh, at wow. somebody's house. Yeah. One time she actually caught me and shit. Wow. Bounty hunter shit. Yeah. So it wasn't the cops who caught you. It was it was your mom. Yeah. 
Wow. And so were you getting into trouble? Like, how would you describe your lifestyle while you were on the run? Were you getting into trouble and everything, or were you just chilling? I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was doing bad shit, but I wasn't getting caught. So, right. Yeah, so I really want to say I was getting into trouble. What, what do you think it is that made you want to dabble in the dark side? Was, was it just who you were, or, or do you think that you had any particular probably, experiences? It, it was probably cause just who I am. Like, growing up, I used to, like, fight, fight a lot, you know? Mm. I thought that shit was fun, so I used to always fight. I used to pick fights, you know? I was always, like, aggressive and just always into that type of shit. Right. You know? So once they drag you back home, what's life like? Shit, that shit was boring as fuck. I had to get used to it. I went to school down there for like a little bit, met some motherfuckers, met some homies and shit, and just adapted, you know? And I started actually liking that shit better than home. Really? Yeah. How are the people different? Uh, They dress different, they talk different, they act different, everything different. Mm. Uh, were you were you yeah. obsessed with rap music this whole time? Nah, I just, I, I always loved music, but I wasn't obsessed with that shit. But I love music. Right. Were you listening to any like local music, or was it mostly just bigger artists? Uh, when I got down there, I was listening to local music. I started to like tap into their music scene and shit. But really, bigger artists, yeah. Right. Wait, who's some famous rappers from from Kansas City? Like, who was the person that was buzzing when you was out there? Uh, they won. They won. They won famous, but they was just local. Yeah. I'm gonna say like Delio, uh, Two Gun Kiwi, mm. Bird. Like these, some rappers down in Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. Uh, but a famous, like famous rappers out of the, uh, Tech Nine. Yeah, Tech Nine. So I was thinking of. I just didn't want to get it wrong. <laughs> gotcha. Rich the Factor. Uh, yeah, that's really it. Mm. Man, and like, how was the scam culture in Detroit? Uh, shit. The whole Michigan. You really can't just say Detroit. Yeah. Like the whole Michigan. That's what. Oh yeah, I feel yeah, like that's rappers, what that shit, yeah. I feel like Michigan and Chicago is like. Where the scam and shit really came from. So, mm. Yeah. Now, like, did you ever, well, were you ever tempted to dabble into the scam culture at, you know, at like a 14 year old kid? Hell yeah, I was attempted to, the, <laughs> to, to dabble in it. But, like, one thing about scamming, yeah. motherfuckers ain't gonna tell you how to do it. They want the money to themselves. So it's like, they sneak you with it. Your own homies won't even tell you that shit. Right, because there's only so many, there's only so many people that could be running up in this Louis Vuitton every weekend, right? Listen, they gonna hold out. That's one thing, motherfuckers do not drop the jewels when it comes to scamming. Like you gotta be lucky. That's like meeting a plug, meeting a nigga that'll teach you that shit. Yeah, that's like meeting a plug. But they want they want you to work for them, right? Because that's how I got into scamming when I was a kid. Is I met somebody else who was doing it, and he said, "Hey, I'm gonna put you on this whole thing. I'm gonna give you forty percent." I'm like, "Sign me up. Let's Let's go." Yeah, they gon' they gon' they gon' want they gon' want you to work for them. They ain't gonna tell you the whole sauce. Right. They gonna leave you out. They gonna leave shit out on purpose, so you won't never know how to fully do that shit on your own. Like yeah. you gotta rely on them type shit. And that's why the dude who got me in this scam and fucked up because I had another homie that I brought around, but he was way smarter than both of us. Yeah. So he he sees the fucking machine that we were using to, to scan the fucking information onto the cards. Yeah. He sees everything, and he got like a photographic memory. So as soon as we got back to the crib, he's like, I already know everything. He's like, I'm gonna order it all on Amazon tonight. Like I'm gonna be able to do this. Yeah, and yeah. that's why you don't involve white folks into your business, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you hear this guy? That's, nah, that's wild. Now, you know, you know, like when does scam rap develop though in Michigan? Uh, when does scam rap develop in Michigan? Yeah. I feel like the first motherfuckers that started rapping about scam was um was band wait, what yeah, I think it was band gang. That's what I was gonna say too. Yeah. Band gang was like Okay. 
pay Will. He, he used to talk mm-hmm. that shit. They were talking that shit. I feel like it got really big when TJ6 came out. Yeah, that's, that's when it got big. That's when like everybody was like, oh, this is... A let wave. Me, yeah. Let me start rapping about scamming. Yeah. <laughs> of course, but, but but you might not know that there was a lot of this shit from Atlanta as well. Because really? even when I first interviewed Yachty, I yeah. figured out later on that he had just like he he got fully arrested for doing some scamming shit at a certain point before he got popping, and then they tried to bury it because he had all these corporate deals and everything like that. But yeah, Yachty was on that. Wow. A lot of these rappers, I'm not gonna throw out names out there because it's all like shit I've heard anecdotally. But basically, like a lot of these rappers from Atlanta were fully living large off scamming, and and people were kind of thinking they were lit rappers, but they were really just doing all that scamming. Yeah, yeah. not as crazy now. You know, now, you know, when, when a Lil TJ blew up, was Lil TJ a proper representation of Michigan? TJX6. Yeah, yeah, sorry, TJX6. Shit, like, what you mean? Here, so, okay, so when he first came out with the scam rap, there were a lot of people saying, yo, he's not really, like, a scammer. He's on some, like, low-level shit, right? Yeah. Now, being in the city or even being, like, around people from the city, was TJX6, you know, like, beloved in Michigan? Shit, I don't, I never, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, yeah. I never like followed his career or like listened to his shit, so I can't really speak on him. Yeah, yeah. Nah, right, brother. When did you start rapping then? Shit, I started really rapping like two years ago, two and a half years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yo, what happened wow. that motivated you? Uh, a relationship. Really? Yep. Who broke your heart? <laughs> 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 Who broke your heart, man? Try that bit. Listen, you up now, man. I ain't gonna put a name out yeah. there, but. Shout out to her though. I'm lit now. I'm rich now. So before that, you weren't thinking about music or anything. I was, but I ain't give a fuck about it. She made me care about that shit. She made me want to like put passion, like really, you know what I'm saying, work towards that shit and right. do something with it for real. Mm, definitely. Yeah. So did you, did, how'd you even get started? Like, did you know somebody with a studio or just uh, start doing it in the crib? My uh, my my cousin, baby daddy, um, he uh, he knew a nigga with a studio. The nigga that I uh, got introduced to, like, I've been working with him since then. Like, I ain't stopped working with him, but he introduced me to him. He brought me to the studio, my cousin, my cousin, baby daddy, and uh, my other cousin and shit. You know what I'm saying? He took me to the studio, and then since then, I just kept recording. You know? did, did you always have a similar style to what you've been doing now, or were you rapping totally different in the beginning? Uh, I feel like the beginning was kind of, like, similar to now. I feel like this is just, like, an upgraded version. Mm. Like, you know, I got used to, like, being in the studio I got I had to learn shit, learn how to use my voice, learn how to do shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, when did you shit. when did you get the name? Uh, shit, right after that breakup. Yep. Right. So where did it come from? Explain the process of Sleazy World Go coming together. That relationship, like I got on Sleazy shit after that. Ah, got you. Uh. So she was. <laughs> Here again, don't paint it, the picture for yeah. Come. Right. <laughs> you you don't have to say her name, but. Did she do you dirty? Like, <laughs> yo, bro, if you say you got on sleazy demon time, bro, she, bro, she, she had a fucking rapper. She ain't fucking no rapper. She ain't, nah. They ain't got rappers out there like that. <laughs> she ain't lit like that. She ain't fucking no rapper. Uh-huh. But she did some scandalous shit. I feel like it was scandalous, so, yeah. See, I was- Look at a- that. What she do, man? She fucked the nigga on me. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. See, I was approaching this this topic sensitively because yeah. part of me was assuming, you know, they got JoJo World, they got all, all these different yeah. worlds that's basically your homie dies. and then yeah. you start, I, I thought there was going to be a sleazy who got killed. Nah, nah, oh, nah, okay. nah, that's me. 
Oh, the sleazy world. That's just me. That's oh. my guys. That's my world. It's like we yeah. got our own way about ourselves. Everything we do is different. Yeah. So you got sleazy with it? Well, you just start putting your dick in all kinds of random pedestrians. No, I ain't start putting my dick in random pedestrians, but <laughs> pedestrians. <laughs> <laughs> I start. But it's a pedestrian. I start hitting shit where it's like, damn, like you know, like just reckless. For example, say if you fucked your girl sister or some shit, like mm. that's some sleazy shit to do. Like you yeah. fuck her. No, I had a girl that I lived with. I dated back in New York mm-hmm. and then we break up but she she lives kind of down the street and she got a bunch of female roommates and yeah. then at a certain point after like a couple months I start somehow just tapping in with all her roommates and I start fucking her roommates behind mm-hmm. her back and Sleazy. she has no idea and I'm feeling good <laughs> like damn this bitch don't even know that she I fucked all know. her homegirls no. like, three of her homegirls nah, nah, be nah. bagging shit bro. Nah, nah right <laughs> nah, 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 listen. Vent, revenge <laughs> sex right there bro that she didn't even know I was determined to not get caught either. She never even found out. But like, no, see, right? And he turned sleazy after getting his heart broke. You were just grimy. Nah, she was a piece of shit. She didn't like break my heart, but like she yeah, wasted okay. a lot of my time. I thought she was cooler than uh-huh. she was, you know? Nah, so it's still like, you know. No, nah, man. Here, so so when uh, you started rapping, did you go into it with, yo, like, uh, bro, I'm just finna rap and push it out? Or like, was it real, real, like strategic for you? Yo, I'm finna do this and this and this and this. I just push it out. I ain't never promoted none of my songs. Like Sleazy Flow, yeah. I just put that shit out. I had zero subscribers when I dropped that song. Really? How long have you been rapping at that point when you made that song? A year. Really? Yeah. And and did something stand out to you about like a that? Year that, and a half. Yeah. That the flow just like stood out that you had done something kind of unique? I was at like a point in my career, like I was getting all these hundreds of thousands of views. But like when I dropped Sleazy Flow, I had like 3,000 followers and shit. Like, oh, wow. my, my followers ain't never match up to my views. Like, I always did hella views on, like, just audios and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I'm trying to get to that next level. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I done seen 200,000 views. I done seen 300,000 views and oh, wow, shit. Wow, it was up. So I'm like, I'm trying to hit to that next level. What's mm-hmm. going to take me to the next level? You know what I'm saying? So I was at that, that point in my career. And then it's like, shit, I went to the studio one day. Well, before I went to the studio, I had the beat. You know what I'm saying? I found the beat, and I just had the beginning when I was talking on there. Like, everybody put your Glocks in there and shit. Yeah. Like, that's all I had. You know what I'm saying? I rapped that to my nigga Baghdad. Like, I just showed him that part. Mm-hmm. He like, and I'm just telling him how I want the video. Like, mm-hmm. I already had the video down pat. Wow. Like, the video we shot. Of course. I already had the whole vision for that whole. So, I just explained him the video. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that shit going to be hard. When I went to the studio yeah. and shit, I put that down, and then I just played that shit back to back. And you knew, yo, this shit finna go up. Yeah. Like right. when I recorded the verse, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, like, how did okay? So after you dropped that song, now did you pay somebody to like react, you know, to like react or dance to it on on like TikTok or how did the TikTok buzz happen? I don't know how TikTok buzz happened. I wouldn't even know TikTok. Like I just got on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like a motherfucker that just fuck with my music just put me on the right. Like they just did a TikTok rap into the song and that shit just went viral. I don't know how the fuck that shit went viral. No Cause, cause you don't spend time on TikTok. I do now. I, I still don't. And I know that that is making me like old in comparison yeah. to the people who Not are facts. younger these days. Mm-hmm. Like they are watching a lot more TikTok and a little bit less YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, I ain't a lot. Motherfuckers ain't watching YouTube like that. Motherfuckers got Apple. Like, motherfuckers got Apple if they want to listen to music. Mm-hmm. SoundCloud, shit like that. Of course. YouTube, like, that's starting to become the last resort. Of course. Now, what did you hear? Yo, this song is bubbling on TikTok. Uh, shit, I was in the, I was in New York meeting with a label, meeting with the label I'm signed to right now, and mm-hmm. they was, like, sending it to me, like, two days, two days be, prior before I met with them and shit, the label, and then that third day, 
my shit went viral on TikTok. Like it was viral. Like yeah. famous motherfuckers was doing TikTok to it and everything. Who's the most famous people you've seen doing shit to it? Lil Baby, um, Jack Harlow. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's like all stars. Who else? I don't remember everybody, but it was a lot of them though. That's kind of mind blowing too. Like dudes like Jack Harlow that you had never even met, yeah. and then he's fucking just having a good old time listening to your shit. Nah, facts. Man, it's crazy, man. Now, like coming from the streets, was finally being famous like paranoid, you know? Because like I can't imagine like going out now. Everybody knows I'm up now. Everybody knows, you know, I got money, half a million dollars, enjoy. You know, I'm up now. Yeah, it's it's kind of like I don't really like I don't really like all that attention. I ain't gonna lie, mm-hmm. but I don't really club. I don't party. I don't do none of that shit. So, but. The really bad part about it, I can't do normal shit. Like, I can't just go grocery shopping and mm. not be watched or stared at or try to motherfuckers trying to get videos of you. Mm. I can't even go through a drive through without a motherfucker trying to, hey, wow. can I record a video of you? Like, yeah. shit like Especially because you're from a place where there's not that many famous people, so you really, really stand out. Like, if, yeah. you, if you get to be a lit rapper from L.A., it's like, well, you're one of many yeah. relatively <laughs> well-known <laughs> rappers. But, like, out there, it's going to like be... the only one. It's yeah. just you. Like, yeah. Your trophy. No, also, too, it's like... Now, like, once you got that TikTok hit, right, you already have views with 300,000 views, you know, like, prior. So, like, were you ever, like, damn, you're, like, why is everybody saying, yo, this is, like, a one-hit wonder? Like, did you ever feel pressure of, yo, I got to make another hit and fast? Nah, I ain't never feel pressure. Like, Sleazy Flow, that shit, that shit good, but that mm-hmm. shit ain't the best shit. Like, and I know I got more hits. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I do. I've been doing this shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I go in the studio, and that's what I do. Of I course. make good songs, so, like. Motherfuckers just gonna say that shit. Of they want to put pressure on you. They want you to feel pressure, but it ain't no pressure. But has that song influenced the stuff that you've done since? Because when I listen to some of your other uh, singles that you put out since then, it feels like you you have been kind of like staying in a similar lane, flow wise yeah. or beat wise at least. That's my. You got to think about it. Like when it's when something yours, mm. you can do whatever you want with that shit. Right. Like so it's like. You can't really let the outside noise dictate how you do your shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, these is my beats. My producer made these beats specifically for me. So if I'm going to get on that beat, it's going to be another beat. Mm -hmm. And it sound kind of like that one. Because it's my beat. It's my sound. Of course. <laughs> when you create a sound, of course, it's like, yeah. Because when you have a song pop off like that, and we've seen it happen a million times, where somebody comes out with a unique flow and then give it a couple weeks, give it a couple months, a big rapper comes out and they start fucking with that flow and all of a sudden the fl- like you become less known for that flow and they can kind of like seize onto that like even even um, the ex look at me slash Drake controversy yeah. that obviously turned into this whole other thing yeah. but I mean that was basically like Drake being a dude who's listening to all these popping underground music and either intentionally or not intentionally deciding like oh I want to rap like that on this song and mm-hmm. you know you've seen it with fucking Blockboy JB when he came out and all of a sudden yeah. you just had a whole bunch of rappers who started kind of pivoted into that pocket and like with you it's kind of like you want to dominate that flow so you can let yeah, people know that that's your stuff and then the motherfucker can't really do my flow like me mm. like you know what i'm saying but they tried yeah it's a lot of, a <laughs> lot of people trying to do the top like my style beats like uh-huh. my producer he be telling me like a lot of motherfuckers want it like a lot of artists be trying to do these beats i see a lot of motherfuckers trying to do them type style beats so sure. it's like i was thinking about that how like you know, when, when Pooh Shiesty was coming out, there was like Pooh Shiesty type beats for sure yeah, for a minute crazy. with that piano and stuff. And then I'm listening to your shit and there's like a certain commonality in the yeah. beats. It's kind of like when you're a lit rapper, it's almost like a, a category of beat that you end up kind of owning if your style is distinct enough. Yeah, no, nah, mm-hmm. facts. Mm. But motherfuckers don't know about me. Like, I got all type of music. 
Of course. Like, I ain't just got one flow. So I can never be a one-hit wonder because I got so much shit. Yeah. Not like, also, too, man, like, like you know, you can tell you're talented, bro, because if you start rapping two years ago and you got that gas, like, that fast and blow up that fast, bro, like, that's not luck, you know, right? Nah, facts. Now, now since you blew up, has your city embraced you or are these rappers just fucking hating that shit? I feel like the city embraced me. Yeah. Um, it's some artists that don't like it, you know. <laughs> some people feel like they entitled. Like some people feel like it should have been them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's so, always some of that. No, look, no, cause I kind of seen that. Now I'm not gonna say bro name or give him no clout, right? But niggas was saying, yo, oh man, and he all cab where he from? We don't know him. Yeah. It just came off as hating, right? Because if that dude is from your city. Clearly, you're from Kansas City because you, you know, you know, you know, got your friends right from Kansas City as well. Yeah. So for them to come out and say, "Yo, he's not from here. We don't know him. He's all rap cap." What's your response to that? I don't even. I ain't gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. I know the shit you talking about. Yeah. Like that shit when he directed towards me. It's okay. like a. That's like a. YouTube page that just be trying to like. It's just the mm. title that wouldn't even to, to be towards. Got you. But you know. But to shit like that, mm-hmm. it's like shit. I don't. I don't really give a fuck. You know? Yeah. I've been in that bitch. Mm-hmm. I do what I want to in that bitch. So it's like, what? Of course. <laughs> but of course. Is it, does it feel like something where you kind of want to change your primary residence? Are you thinking about moving to L.A. or New York or Atlanta or some shit I'm like that? I'm thinking about moving to Miami, but mm. I ain't going to lie. I could have moved, but I don't know. I feel like I want to show like the youth some, you know? Because, like, me growing up, I ain't never seen no celebrity in the city. Mm. I ain't never seen nobody that was, like, big and rich as hell just in the city just coming through. Like, so I want the motherfuckers under me to be able to see that type of shit. So, like, I still want my presence in the city. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I want to show the world the city. It's easy to rep your city if you're from somewhere that's already lit. You know, if you're from Atlanta or Compton or whatever, it's like, of course, the people from there are going to be telling you where they're from because they're from a place that everybody already fucking talks about. But if you're from somewhere that doesn't necessarily have the craziest reputation, does it feel kind of like there's more pressure on you because you want to really represent represent where you came from since it hasn't necessarily been represented as much rap-wise? It ain't really no pressure because I know it's lit down there. Like, mm-hmm. mother, the world just ain't, like, you know what I'm saying, discovered that shit yet. So I feel like I got, like, the advantage because it's like I'm finna show the world a new city, something different, a new wave, a new culture, you know? Right. So it's like motherfuckers tired of seeing the same shit. Because people forget that, like, Chicago was not considered a major hip-hop city Facts. before Chief Keef. Yes, they had Kanye and they had Lupe Fiasco and Common, and there were artists, but it wasn't like it is now where every couple months you're hearing about a new big rapper coming out of Chicago and shit. You know, it's like it really only takes one or two yeah. popping artists to create a buzz that could kind of, like, inspire a whole yeah. city to keep going up. But it's always going to be a change. Like, a change always going to come. Of course, man. Now, like, when, you know, like, when you see rappers like Young Dolph and... And young graders, when they die in their hometown, did I ever say, yo, I should probably not be around my hometown as much? Because, yo, let's be real, man. There's there's a lot of envy when, you know, when, like, you make it, you know? I feel like, Nick, like, it's a lot of envy, but you got to just know how to move, you know? Mm-hmm. Some people start to feel like they untouchable, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You still got to have that respect, you know what I'm saying? You got to have that respect for other motherfuckers because it's just, just like it's crazy niggas in your circle, it's crazy niggas in other niggas' circle. So it's like, you just got to make sure you moving right, especially when you got the money to move right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But it's like, hey, I'm already here. Not, not the facts, but now, speaking of the TikToks and YouTubers, I, bro, listen, man, I got to ask you this, right? 
So, like, there was a TikTok. I think they, like, remixed, you know, you know, like the Sleazy Flow, right? Mm-hmm. And they went ahead and put out, like, accusations, like, from, like, an old case of yours, I think. Now, I don't even know, like, if it's true or not, but, you know, I, you know, just had to ask. Clickbait. Gotcha. Not your case at all. Clickbait. Gotcha. So, y'all, stop hating, man. This man ain't tell, man. Y'all stop putting... False accusations of niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when you popping, yeah. mm-hmm. a motherfucker gonna do anything to try to get a viral moment. Man. Yeah, of course. That's what happened. Of Any course. nigga you see blow up, you gonna start trying to. It's gonna be some shit. Of course. Coming up, motherfucker gonna try to. I wanna, you know what I'm saying? Blow up off of this. If mm-hmm. I say this, woo woo, I'm gonna blow up. You of know course. what I'm saying? That shit be clickbait. Mm-hmm. We don't even dress shit like that. Of course, man. Yo, bro, trust me, like. I seen the same thing with like Glorilla, right? You know, yeah. right? How like she got signed and then immediately like niggas from her hometown and in there was pulling up like old tweets of her supporting Dolph, man. So I definitely understand that, man. Now, now, like, how do you like deal with that? Do you just ignore it or like do you ever feel like the need to come online and say, bruh, this shit is cap. Y'all stop playing, playing with my name, man. I ignore it because it's like, yeah. it's gonna get that shit notoriety, you feel me? Yeah. What I'm gonna entertain some shit that ain't truthful. Of course. Shit don't make sense. It be motherfuckers that's just in their house on their phones <laughs> all day. Bored as fuck point So it's like, <laughs> yeah. it ain't really shit to talk about. <laughs> Not if, facts, if, you, yeah. if you respond, it's like you're all of a sudden. You kind of making that shit yeah. seem. Ha. You're kind of <laughs> making that shit seem legit. You feel me? Yeah. So it's like, uh-huh. you feel me? Like, okay. <laughs> nah, yo. I seen I seen a, a recent TikTok recently where it was you. I think it's the dude like who goes around and give out money to like people, right? Now, and you had like 10K in, 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 in like your pockets and he asked you f- for 10K. Was that skit real or, or like was it like some like, you know, like a s- skit? Nah, that skit was real. Oh, really? Yeah. You walk around with 10,000 ones in your pocket? Nah, it was, it was, it, it can't won't, be it ones, won't right? ones. Nah, it won't <laughs> ones. <laughs> it's going to be gigantic. Hell no. Nah. But that shit got tense a little bit though, man. Yeah. It right? just feels good yeah. having that much money in your pocket. I don't really usually walk around with money. I don't I don't walk around with a lot of money. You're mm. smart, man. Yeah. I couldn't use my I couldn't use my cars at the time, so I yeah. had to walk around with money. Of course. Now now like what's it like finally being rich, man? Shit. It's a lot of stress. Motherfuckers want money. Oh, we're family members and shit? You gotta t- you gotta think about it like, you know, ain't nobody ever been rich in my family mm. or wow. around me. You know? So yeah. it's like motherfuckers look at me when it's like when shit going on, when it get rough. So it's like Man, how do you set boundaries though? Because you can't just feed everybody. Uh, that's what I've been learning to do: set boundaries. You know, I feel like once you do something for a motherfucker and they don't like, and they don't do what they supposed to do, then it's like shit. I don't really, I don't know what to tell you after that. <laughs> of course, it's like you gotta make. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because when I hear people say that, I'll be honest with you: the whole time that I've been having money, I really have not had that many people ask me to like borrow any significant amount. I've had like close friends of mine want to borrow a couple thousand or whatever like when they actually really were going through some shit yeah. but for the most part i feel like I, I i let people know like i'm i'm a dick like i'm not gonna be on some super friendly shit like i'm not gonna just give yeah. you money to take care of your fucking health insurance bill or whatever the fuck it is that you are like need to pay for or whatever like you you gotta like put the right energy out there so that people don't think that you're a lick no, that's how i see of it. course man yeah hell yeah now you know like your homies who you know are were around you before the fame. Now, do they get like monthly stipends, or how do you take care of them? Uh, like what you mean, like homies that was around me before the fame, before I blew up. Yeah, yeah, right. Like anybody that was around me before the fame, they still around me. Yeah, got you. 
<laughs> and you kind of just, just you know, like give them jobs. Like for example, right? You know, say, yo, listen, like since you guys are around me now, y'all all, all got to do something, right? Meaning, you know, like you know, like you could be like, like my like manager, my my weed roller, my bag carrier. Like, do you give them all jobs, or like how do you like make sure the entire squad is taken care of? Uh, yeah, I didn't gave out. I, I did a TikTok doing that. I didn't gave out a hundred k to my peoples and shit like that. But wow. I feel like if my niggas got something that they want to do mm-hmm. and that shit makes sense, I'm investing that shit, you know? Yeah. It's all about building the empire. Mm. Of course, man. How many people are on your team day to day, though? You got like a manager or? I got a couple managers. Really? A yeah. couple? I got three managers. Wait, what so. What are the different y- yeah. duties? Yeah, why three? Uh, I got two managers. Well, I got two managers that be on the road with me. Then I got a manager that just handled the business behind doors, like. Gotcha. Yeah. And so how'd you make the decision with the label? Uh, shit, it made sense. I felt like we was one and the same. They knew what I, they believed in my sound. They believed in I was going to be that new, that new wave, that new sound, you know? Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers be caught up with what's going on or what's the sound that they used to, you know what I'm saying? They don't really want to give a new, a new sound a chance, you of know? Course. They was willing to give me that chance. Right. Definitely. Now, now like, when you hear, though, a lot of these, like, horror stories of, like, a lot of these artists will get in, sign a deal, then five years down the line, they're just upset because the deal fucked them over. Now, you know, like, what measures did you take to, like, make sure that everything was on the up and up, you know, and, you know, like, just making sure that you're protected in that record deal? I ain't no dummy. Mm-hmm. A lot of motherfuckers just don't be knowing. They ain't knowledgeable. Of course. You know? Yeah. That's just that. No if fact. you don't know what you're doing, you're going to just go for anything. Mm-hmm. So it really don't be the labels for shit. It's whatever you allow to happen. Mm-hmm. Here, so like, were you ever tempted though to stay independent? Yeah, I wanted to stay independent for real. But the offer was just too good. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I know that bag. <laughs> I, <laughs> yo, yeah, that's how I know that bag was heavy, man. How much they give you, man? Ten million. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta ask, man. They gave me them M's, man. I ain't gonna say how oh, much, but damn. they gave me that paper. I want to be able to do what I do. Yeah. They didn't. So have you spent any large amounts of money, anything you've invested in or anything nice you I probably spent a million dollars so far within a, three months. On what? Shit, helping my people out, getting my mama cribs, meat cribs, cars, mm-hmm. uh, jewelry, all that. Wow, what was yeah. the first car you bought? A track car. Yo, that's right. kind of sweet. Yep. That's How do you go from... Seeing Lil Baby doing a TikTok to your song to actually getting Lil Baby on your song. Shit, it made sense. I feel like Lil Baby, he fucked with that song before he even, y'all, even, I even hit him up. He used to come up to his shows, listen to that shit. That was like his shit. Really? Yeah, wow. That was his shit. So it was like, it, it only made sense, you know, to get right. Baby on that motherfucker. You and reached out to baby, him or the label did? The label reached out to him. Right. Did you actually get to meet up with him in the studio or? Yeah, I met, no, I met up with him at the video oh, shoot. Oh, at the video shoot, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. How was that? What was he like? He cool as hell. He a real nigga. Yeah. That's Man. what's up. And, and, like, how, and like how did but the Offset link up happen? Uh, Offset hit me in my DMs and shit. He heard the song, like a snippet of that uh, Step 1 and shit. And mm-hmm. he like, I want to hop on that motherfucker. And shit, we swapped numbers and really the rest was history. Yeah. He, he didn't tell you what's going on with the Migos during all this? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we try to figure it out. There's no fucking clues. Know, we man. can't figure it out, man. No, bro. But like, uh, but like, uh, that's kind of good though, man. Because like, when they beef, it's kind of like, 
bro, there's no words being said at all, right? Mm. Now, which rapper are you the closest to, like, currently? Which rapper I'm the closest to currently? Yeah. Probably all set. Yeah. So you guys are staying in touch? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So the game's all about relationships, you know? Yeah, man. So, like, what's next, man? Like, what do you plan on, you know, like, where do you see yourself being in, let's say, three years? Three years? Yeah. Shit, more hits. More money for my shows. More richer. Shit like that. Now, like, do you think that you have potential to, like, you know, so right now there's, there's, like, the forehead of Monster, right? Is Lil Baby, Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole. Do you feel like, like, you have potential to at least unseat one of those guys and become one of the, right? He's going for the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> say, say that one more time. Yeah, right. So currently there's, like, the forehead of monsters, the Mount Rushmore of current hip-hop, right? Yeah. There's Baby, Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick. Do you feel like you got potential to one day unseat one of those guys and become one of the four, you know, top guys in hip-hop? I know I got the potential. Mm. How fast do you think that you're going to do it? I can't really say how fast it's going to happen, but I know it's going to happen. No, facts, man. Yo, I'll kill the buck, man, with, like, a bunch of these, like, Rico cases happening, bro. You would definitely be there fast enough because uh, <laughs> a bunch of these guys, bro, how to get, right? Like, come no, on now. Let's not, let's not wish yeah. that upon anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, okay, when you uh, decided to come out with this, the, the video and you had five million guns in the video was that a, a conscious decision like let's make sure we get a lot of guns in this video or was it more like that was just how everybody was living that day yeah we just ain't give a fuck that's how everybody came to the video shoot so right it was like yeah have you uh slowed down on putting that in the video at all or yeah i kind of slowed down just because it's like i'm trying to go global right you know at a certain point yeah it could potentially hold you back yeah. yeah, and it's like, you know what I'm saying? You want to do some global shit. Right. You don't want to do that shit showing hella guns because globally, ain't nobody, everybody ain't fucking with the guns. Of course. Motherfuckers, like, really look down on guns, you know? People got kids, like, got family members that got killed to guns. Right. Motherfuckers got kids that got killed to guns in school, so it's like Ooh. everybody don't love that shit, you mm -hmm. know? Definitely. Um, Are you in a relationship? Yeah. Even throughout throughout the whole come up, or is it like a new one? Throughout the whole come up, <laughs> <laughs> is that a, a challenge? Being that you probably have a lot of uh, opportunities knocking at your door these days. Nah, it ain't no challenge. Yeah, it ain't no challenge. Well, it's easy to keep your head screwed on straight. Black men don't cheat. It's just not a challenge. It's like you know, I already know how pussy feel. <laughs> yeah. It but there's a lot of different kinds. I feel like it's a lot of different kind of head. Mm, that's mm. true too. Pussy, it ain't really too. It ain't like that shit really don't. Oh, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know, like because the there's all types of different walls. It is. Even if it looks the same, the inside could have a completely different texture. But listen though, <laughs> how like head though? That shit, you can find a bitch that's cold, cold with head. Mm. Yeah. You don't really know a girl until you. Yeah. Mm. You know. Does head count as cheating though? Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a kiss on the cheek. Wait. It's no big deal. Wait, though. So right now, as a lit rapper, you up, bro. You're a sleazy world, bro. I'm and a you... faithful man, bro. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen up, man. God bless. Now, okay, so look. So you are happy, you know, in your relationship. You were thinking about going global. Do you got that radio record in, in this tuck? I got hella records that's tuck. 
I got so much shit that's coming out. That's that's tuck. You think you can oh, make pop pop records? I got shit like that's tuck. Like I got a lot of shit tuck. Mm. Like my next my next drops, y'all gonna be talking about that shit next. <laughs> really? Yeah. What artists do you that? listen to that we would maybe be a little surprised by? Uh, Rod Wave. I don't know if you'll be surprised by that, but right. that, that's like one of my top rappers. Wow. He's a lot more melodic than you yeah. are currently. Is that something you'd like to dip into? I already got melodic shit. Okay. Yeah. That's hard. Rod Wave. So like, well, you know, so like you're from, you know, like, like Kansas City and like Michigan. How did you even discover Rod Wave? Shit. Uh, I heard one of his songs from his first project. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kevin Gates was on that motherfucker or something. Yes, sir. What's that shit called? I'm not even sure, but it's Cuban Links, I think, right? Nah, I want Kevin Gates then, but yeah, I don't remember. It's, I think it's called "Let Me Down." That's the first song I ever heard by him. You oh. have to go listen to that shit. That's one of his old shits, then oh. that put me on him. Rod Wave hard for yeah, sure. He raw. I wanted to ask this: Is uh, what's the sleazy world turn up look like? You smoke weed? You drink? I don't do no drugs. You do nothing? Nothing. No alcohol? Nothing. He's still calm for that though, man. Yeah. Right? Like he a calm dude, man. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like it's like I can't imagine, right? You know, you know, like when I hear like your songs, right? Like you seem just a, just like a calm, chill guy. I can't imagine, man. Like the song persona of like you know of like spraying the ops and spinning blocks. Like you just seem like a nice guy, man. I ain't gotta like you know. Yeah. A lot of niggas put on a front, you know. They put on a character. I be me. Cause yeah. I know how I can get, so it's like I ain't gotta put on no character. The duality I ain't gotta of man. act like I ain't gotta act like a nigga, like a nigga crazy or of a course. nigga loud, cause that's not me. Of course, you know. Right. For yo, sure. yo, who's your biggest inspiration in terms of rapping? I ain't really got no inspiration when it comes to rapping. Um, my son, my inspiration. Oh, how old is he? One. One. Yeah. Damn. So how's that changed your life? Cause I got a one and a half year old, so I feel you. That shit changed my life. That that shit made me happy, you know. I, I remember talking. I had a I just had a recent interview and they asked me the same question, and I'm just like, shit. Um, he saved my heart. Mm. You know, you felt like you were getting kind of cold before that. Hell yeah. Mm, I feel that. Like I wasn't happy before I had my son. Like, damn. But now you got all this yeah. success and it's taking you away from your son. You spend less time with him as a result of all these opportunities. It's kind of a conflict. Yeah, for sure. But it's like. I'm doing that shit for a big person, like a, a bigger purpose. Like mm-hmm. I'm big on, you know what I'm saying? Doing shit for the bigger purpose, you know? Right. Just like when you go back to say like motherfuckers that'll be hate, like it's motherfuckers in the city that hate, but even though it's motherfuckers that's in the city hating on me, I still want to make sure the city is winning. Yeah. You know? Cause I know the, I, I want to do this shit for the bigger purpose, you know? And even when you're leaving your kid to go and, do media or play a show or go record or whatever it's like rewind the clock two three years and think about how you would feel about even having that opportunity when you know that 99 percent of people who try to make something out of themselves in music don't even get any of the opportunities that you had so far you know? and then you got to think about it too right if i never made it i still had to spend time away from my son because i had to try to make a way yeah you know of course now, like, when you say your heart was cold before your son, what do you mean by that? Like, what made you unhappy? I just didn't have no love in my heart. Like, I ain't had no feeling in my heart. Mm. Mm. My son brought that life to my shit. Mm. Man, I feel it, man. Man, that's kind of deep. That's mm. real shit. 
for sure so uh are you working on a, a project or what, what's what's the next shit that you're gonna drop yeah i got a project dropping next next month it's called camille nice and like who's on it um of course little baby of course offset we Go got on. my brother 81 hundo then we got some more big features i want motherfuckers to like just wait till the track list drop you right know, you mm -hmm. need something for motherfuckers to be of looking course. forward to yeah. excited about yeah for sure man uh, uh why do you think though there hasn't been you know like more i guess you know like there's you know like there hasn't been like a like a, a bigger breakthrough in in uh, kansas city like meaning like there hasn't been like bigger artists coming out of kansas city like why do you think that is sound gotcha it's all about listen when it comes to like sound some sounds can only go so far mm -hmm. you know every sound ain't gonna listen you can it, it can be some shit popping in this city you go to another city with that shit they ain't gonna like it of course know? So you gotta be able to make some shit. You gotta be able to create that sound that everybody around the world gonna fuck with. Yeah. And it's motherfucker. It's it's even artists that it's like they got a sound. They shit going crazy and just on the Midwest side. Mm -hmm. But they go somewhere else. It ain't really popping over there. You know. A lot of places. You like just that. gotta create that global sound. L.A. music. Like, a lot of people don't listen to L.A. music outside yeah, of so L.A. True. A lot of people. The Bay. The Bay has all kinds of artists that are fucking huge up in Northern yeah. California, and absolutely nobody throughout the rest of the country listen to them. And you gotta look at it like, look at Detroit artists. You gotta see like they done had so many artists there had a big wave, but it didn't go so far. Mm -hmm. And you just get to wondering why, and it's like the sound, it just <laughs> don't break through all the way. Of course. You know? And you feel though, like people are still in that like Detroit like flow? Everybody's still Detroit flow. Mm. Even though they don't wanna like let a lot of Detroit artists in the dough, everybody's still they flow. Everybody's still something from Detroit sound. Of course. And do you feel like they're showing enough homage to Detroit when they do it? No. No. People just don't Hell mention nah. it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Not here, yeah, cause you know, cause like the one person who's kinda like popular right now for the Detroit flow is Lil Yachty and and he's not from there, I mean, you know, so, you know, but, but he, he yeah. he's embraced Detroit in a way that made it so that nobody in Detroit yeah. could be like, oh, he's just yeah, taking yeah, the sound. Yeah, he, he didn't did, he did his songs. He shows love. And all the artists and, and he didn't just show love to like, oh, this is my favorite rapper, so I'm going to give him one verse. No, he did a whole tape with all these Detroit artists. He put all these other guys like PZ and Rio and everybody that, that might, it might have took a little longer for them to get their shit going. He helped all of them advance their career. No, facts. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, man. But isn't that kind of like odd to you, right? Like, whereas somebody is not even from here, but somehow they just start rapping like us. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's yeah. like, like you said when you just asked me, what inspire you? What artists inspire you? Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers look up to other artists, you know. Yeah. Motherfuckers don't want to create their own lane. They rather follow another motherfucking lane. They don't want to create their own path. Mm. They don't think they got it in them. Of course. And a lot of motherfuckers be scared to even take that chance. No, definitely, man. That's real. Um, okay, anybody you want to shout out? Anything that you should want to tell the people to look out for? Shit, shout out my whole gang. Sleazy World Baghdad. Mm. Sleazy World Two Eyes. Sleazy World No Face. Six. Shout out my brother, Eddie One Hundo. He up next, man. Make sure y'all tune in to that shit. Can we be Sleazy World Adam and Sleazy World Flacco? Yes, sir. Free oh, my nigga, Ray Money. I've been looking for an identity. I think I might have just found it. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> Appreciate hey, man. you, man. Thank you very so, much. Yo, listen, bro. It feels good to finally be Sleazy World, man. Listen, if y'all <laughs> fuck with me, man, just know, bro. Yeah. You feel me? And Not they slotted so. for me, man.
Not for sure. Talk for to sure, him. Bro. If you got a problem with anything Flacco says, talk, <laughs> talk, talk to, him, to him. Let's go. Appreciate you, man. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram. Like, comment, and subscribe. NoJumper.com if you want to support. Gang. Peace.